Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CAF America Radio Network, a production of the Charities Aid Foundation of America. As the leader in global giving, CAF America offers more than 20 years of experience and expertise to corporations, foundations, and individuals who wish to give internationally and with enhanced due diligence in the United States. Through its industry-leading grant management programs and philanthropic advisory services, CAF America helps donors amplify their impact. This show is dedicated to these donors and the charities they support. CAF America is uniquely positioned to serve as the bridge between these important partners and transforms vision into meaningful action. Guests on the CAF America radio network are leaders in their field who share tips for success and stories that inspire. Our host is Ted Hart, the CEO of the Charities Aid Foundation of America. This is a live call-in show. Add your voice by calling 914-338-0855. After the show, you can find all of our podcasts at CAFAmerica.org. Don't forget to dial 914-338-0855. Now, welcome the host of the CAF America Radio Network, Ted Hart. And welcome to the latest edition of the CAF America Radio Network. We have a very special show today because we just released the ninth edition of the World Giving Index. The World Giving Index is an annual report using data gathered by Gallup and ranks over 146 countries in the world according to how charitable they are. And today you're going to learn the results of the latest survey. I aim, the aim of the World Giving Index is to provide insight into the scope and nature of giving around the world. Those who participated were asked which of the following three charitable acts they had undertaken in the last month. One, helped a stranger. Two, donated money to a charity. Three, volunteered time to an organization. There are some trends which have carried on this year, and there are some big surprises. In fact, we have some very good news for you about the giving habits in uh, the United States towards the end of the show. But first, I'd like to introduce to you a very special guest here on the CAF America Radio Network, uh, calling in from London, England. Susan Pickney is the Head of Research and Insight at Charities Aid Foundation. Welcome here to the CAF America Radio Network. Susan. Hi, Ted. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. Let's jump right into this and make sure that our listeners, first of all, understand what was the methodology used to collect the data for the 2018 World Giving Index? Yeah, sure. So as you've already said, we actually used the polling company Gallup, and we used the their World Poll, uh, which collects data for a whole host of organizations, uh, many of Fortune uh, 500 companies, the United Nations, the World Bank, and that's who we used to collect this data as well. Um, what that means is that we interviewed over 153,000 people um, across 2017 in 146 countries, as, as you said, um, which we reckon um, represents about 
about 95% of the world's population, uh, which is why we often talk about the World Giving Index as being the, the leading index of, of generosity um, globally. So it, it's big, I think is the first thing to say. Um, in most countries that we, we survey, we, we do a thousand um, interviews across the population. And I guess it's important to bear in mind as well that for the purpose of this, we're talking about individuals, um, so individuals that we go and speak to. And then in every country, um, they're, they're adults, so they're, they're age 15 plus, um, as I say, fully representative. And then in some of the larger countries that we interview in, so um, the likes of China, for example, we interview 4,000 people. Uh, Russia, we do 2,000. But in the vast majority, it's about, it's about 1,000. Okay. Well, that's a lot of people to uh, to be surveyed, and certainly, um, you know, we start off this discussion with um, a great deal of credibility uh, coming into this data because, as you said, uh, it is part of the Gallup World Poll, so they have the resources uh, to be able to pull all of this together. What are the main trends in giving this year that can be discerned uh, from this new survey? Yeah, so I guess the, the, the key things that we've seen this year are that um, more people are, are telling us that they're volunteering their time this year. Um, so that's gone up from um, just under 21% to, to over 21%. So one in five people globally are, are volunteering. Um, we've also got more people saying that they, they help a stranger, which has gone up from um, just under half to, to around 51%. Um, the one negative, I guess, out of all of it is that the, the number of those donating money has actually declined, which we also saw last year. So this is something we'll keep a very close eye on to see if it's a, if it's a trend that's developing um, or if we're, we're in a two-year blip. Um, but certainly if, if that continues, then that should be something of concern for, for all of us. So that's gone down to, to just over 29% donating money um, this year. I guess on the, on the real positives, um, something we have seen a trend on for the last few years is, is giving in Africa across the continent, uh, which has grown um, year and year. And actually, we, we, they've got, if you look at the continent as a whole in terms of what their World Giving Index score is, it's now 33%, which is exactly the same as uh, the continent I'm sitting here in, in Europe, uh, which is you know, phenomenal and has seen phenomenal growth over, over the, the, the last few years, which is, which is a great thing. Um, so they're the, they're the kind of key, um, I guess, big trends that we're seeing. I'm curious about this uh, this. Uh, trend and, and it, as you said, we're monitoring it to see if there if there is anything uh, important to know about the decline in the donation of money, but the increase in helping strangers and volunteering time. I'm just wondering if you know from other information or uh, anecdotal information, if you think that in some ways that has to do with the trust in charities or the trust in the use of funds. Uh, whereas if I give my time or I help a stranger, that's something I'm personally doing as opposed to uh, perhaps relying on someone else. Susan? Uh, perhaps we've lost Susan. Uh, let me just check the... Uh technology here. Okay, well, that's, um, I'll look for uh, hopefully Susan to be back with us uh, in a few moments, but uh, that was just a sort of a question on my mind um, as to whether or not uh, that, that might be uh, part of the information behind uh, that uh, two-year trend that Susan uh, mentioned. Um, let me just uh, try something here and just see if Susan can come back to us. 
Uh, Susan, are you there? Susan, are you there? Good morning. Susan? I'm going to go on and, uh, and and share a little bit more about this. I'm going to leave Susan's line open uh, in hopes that uh, that she can uh, join us again. Um, and uh, actually, we're going to take a, a really quick break here and see what, uh, what I can do to bring Susan back in here. Remember, our podcasts and archives are always available 24 hours a day at CAFAmerica.org. If you're listening today, our phone lines are open. Call in and ask a question by dialing 914-338-0855. Now, back to the Cap America Radio Network and our host, Ted Hart. I see that uh, Susan has dropped off, so I'm hoping that she's going to be able to call uh, back in. Uh, But um, one of the uh, changes that we saw most in the survey um, was from Myanmar, which has topped the list for the last four years and fell to the ninth spot this year. Uh, that's certainly uh, significant, and I see that Susan is back here. Um, Susan, I'm sorry that uh, we lost you earlier. Are you with us now? Uh, yeah, I could hear you. I could hear you, but I don't think you could uh, hear me for some reason. Sorry. Okay, about that. terrific. Well, I'm glad that you're back. We just took a a quick little break, and then I just shared some of the the data regarding Myanmar, which had topped the list for the last four years and fell to ninth spot uh, this year. Um, are there any other major changes uh, that we saw year over year? Yeah, I mean, I've already mentioned the, the what we saw across the continent of, of Africa. I guess the other big thing that we spoke about, we all spoke about last year, was there was a general decline across um, kind of GA and Western countries, and that's something that we've seen reversed this year, which is which is pretty positive. So the scores in in pretty much every Western country in the, the top 20 on the World Giving Index have gone back in line with 2016 levels. So what it looks like was that the levels we saw last year were the blip when things went down, and it, it, it's, it's good news that they've all, they've all returned and, and stabilized back to pre-2016. So that's certainly a positive when, when we look at, at the results. Um, as you say, Myanmar um, has, been, has been top for the last four years, um, has fallen back to, to ninth spot this year, and has, has given up the number one place to, to Indonesia. So um, that's, I guess, having been there for four years, that was, that was quite a change for us when we saw the results. Sure, sure. And, and any, anything behind that, or do you think maybe it was just a statistical glitch that we saw a decline in Western countries and then having that be reversed? Is there anything we can you know, sort of pin that on or not really? Susan? 
Uh, we do seem to continue to have problems with uh, uh, Susan. If you can hear us, please call back in, and, and hopefully we can grab you uh, back here into the show. Um, as, uh, uh, as Susan was just mentioning, um, it is interesting that Indonesia got the, the top spot uh, without its uh, actual giving score remaining largely unchanged. Um, this would suggest that the giving scores in the top five countries um, from last year went down on average. So um, we're seeing, you know, sort of a shifting of, you know, the top several spots, but, uh, but overall scores were down. Um, the leaps and bounds that Singapore made were really astounding uh, in this report, and that really stood out. Um, as little as five years ago, they were ranked 64th. Uh, in the world, and this year they have managed to break into uh, the top 20. And this is uh, a country which has, you know, very publicly uh, said that uh, they, you know, they do want to uh, show leadership in the philanthropic space, uh, and and government there has uh, has taken uh, action to uh, um, to try to do that. Um, so uh, I think, you know, obviously, or, or it would seem. That, uh, that that you know that uh, effort on the part of um, of uh, the government in uh, in Singapore may be uh, uh, paying off uh, for uh, for that country. I think Susan is back with us. And Susan, I was just uh, sharing, picking up where you left off about Indonesia um, taking the top spot, and that that you know that there was sort of a shifting of the uh, of the the top five countries, and uh, and all of them sort of went down um, as overall, but just how astounding it was that Singapore um, jumped uh, from 64 to uh, 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 reaching into the, the top 20. And I, I was just sharing that the, the Singapore government um, has for many years made statements about wanting to show leadership in, in philanthropy, um, and perhaps some of that effort is starting to, uh, to pay off. So uh, Susan, I think you're back with us, is that right? Yes, I'm here on a different point. Yes, <laughs> there you are. We're, we're we're obviously having a little bit of trouble. We apologize to our listeners, uh, uh, keeping Susan's uh, line open here from uh, from London. Uh, but we do appreciate your efforts to keep coming back into uh, into the show. Um, not to not to be too parochial um, here, Susan, but uh, um, uh, here at CAF America, our show and 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 our work is obviously about uh, philanthropists. Uh, here in the United States, can can you share with us some of the specific data that would be interesting to our um, donors and our listeners um, about how the United States fared uh, in the 2018 World Giving Index? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's really positive news for for, um, for the U.S. I guess is the is the, is the key point. Um, so you went up one place from fifth to fourth this year in the overall. Uh, World Giving Index, so just behind uh, Indonesia, Australia, and New Zealand were the, the three that pipped you to the post. Um, and I get one of the really exciting things I think about the U.S. is that actually it's been the, the most consistently generous country in the across the nine years that we've run it. Um, so since we released it nine years ago, uh, the U.S. hasn't actually dropped out of the top five countries, which is it's the only country not to have done that. So that's a, it's a real positive um, that, that's going on up there. Um, in terms of your, your other um, neighbors across the Americas, uh, you, you obviously come out as, as number one there as well. 
Um, the, the thing that Americans are doing most is helping a stranger, which 72% said they've done, uh, which, is, which is really high. Um, and that's followed by donating money, which is about 61%, and then followed by volunteering time at, at 39%. So all those levels are pretty high, but led by um, the helping a stranger. Mm-hmm. And that, 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 of course, I think for, for most of us, um, you know, is sort of, uh, we would consider that to be baseline American um, uh, uh, ism to, to reach out and to, to help others. We certainly, you know, have had a number of natural disasters that I think um, certainly have uh, provided people opportunity to reach out uh, to their neighbors near and far and to, uh, and, and to help. Um, I, I'm, I'm really pleased to sort of hear that the United States, you know, is the only country in the world that has not, you know, dropped out of the top five, um, even though, um, uh, you know, we, we have uh, uh, obviously, um, you know, moved around. But I think some of that moving around um, in, the, in the top five uh, is because the other countries are making progress or or changing their their sort of patterns of giving, um, which I think you know should not be surprising to the United States um, that you know some of the leadership that we provide in philanthropy uh, provides um, a, a guidepost for much of the world. Yeah, I mean you're absolutely right. I mean we've already talked about Africa, um, for for example, you know they're they're, they're those are many countries in the African continent are, are starting to catch up. Um, you, I think you were speaking about Singapore when, when um, I got lost on the phone, and uh, you know what we've seen there is, is phenomenal um, increase to, to break it into the top 20. And so as, as things start to change globally, you know it's no bad bad thing for us sitting here in whether it be the UK or the US who are currently in the top 10 to see other other countries start to come up you know closely behind us that is clearly a positive in terms of global um, global philanthropy and, and what's going on in the, the broader world I was wondering um, uh, if uh, you could uh, Susan reflect on the 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 um, the nine years of the world giving index and from your perspective and that of your your office how has this been received, and 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 is this something that the world looks to? Is there is, is there evidence that this provides some baseline for countries to benchmark off from, or how help our listeners understand? You know, we we talked about the methodology of the World Giving Index, but what is the World Giving Index to the world of philanthropy? It's amazing, actually. I've 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 been at CAF now for for the past four years here here in the UK. Um, so this is my fourth World Giving Index, and I always find it astounding the amount of meetings I go to, whether it be here in the UK or, or further afield, that people mention the World Giving Index to us, whether they be fundraisers or government departments. I've heard stories of it being quoted in the UN. I know it gets quoted in um, uh, in our own government here in the UK, for example, in, in Westminster. So it, it, it's, it's fantastic for us to go out there and hear how widely it's used. And I think the thing that we always say is it's, it's three questions in the World Giving Index, but what it allows us to do is start a conversation and start conversations about philanthropy. And we would absolutely love it, CAF, for people across the globe to take up that basic information and really get into the, to the understanding of the why these things happen. Um, 
it's, we, we at CAF run it in, that in the UK, for example, so we know why things happen over here. We know more about the behaviours. Um, and we've done a number of other studies now in, in many of our uh, CAF Global Alliance countries as well. And, and we, we would ask other people out there to, to kind of take on that mantle and, and try to fully understand what is going on within those markets. But the World, the World Given Index is it, just conversation starter, as I say, you know, to, to be quoted in things like the, the United Nations and the World Bank is you know, fantastic for all of us that, that work on the project. Mm-hmm. And, and, to, and to have the ability to, to see how countries um, relate to each other. Do, do we see uh, regional trends? Do we see global trends um, over the, the nine years? Well, the, the African thing is, is probably one of the biggest pictures to, to have emerged. Um, I think when we, started the, when we started the project, or even just going back five years, the difference between the top continent and the bottom continent was about five percentage points in, the, in the, the scores, and that's now at about one percentage point. So you can start to see that, that globally, you know, um, continents such as, such as Africa um, are starting to, to emerge. Um, we can look at what's happening in the Americas, for example, Outside of the U.S., we actually saw some declines in the broader Americas and in countries such as um, Mexico um, last year, which we will we'll continue to, to keep an eye on. But it, it just it just allows us to see roughly what's going on out there and start to for all of us um, to ask questions about why these things are, are happening. What are some of the policy suggestions um, that that uh, um, leaders around the world? Um, might draw from the, the, the World Giving Index, whether it's based on the, the ranking of their own country or, or just the, the notion or thought of philanthropy that does seem to be a global um, phenomenon. I mean, this, is, this seems to, to be looking at, you know, sort of the heart and soul of what it means to be human. Yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, to me, that's one of the, 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 the great things about the World Giving Index is it's not measuring how much money people give. Um, as such, it's, it's, it's the three simple measures. So it means that we can compare rich and poor countries, the richer and the poorer continents, and look at that kind of um, innate generosity that, that human beings have. Um, so I think, you know, when there's a lot of political turmoil going on globally at the moment, um, you know, a lot of uh, not necessarily positive things going on, it's fantastic to see that we all have that drive to help, whether it be giving money if we have it, or volunteering, or, or helping out a stranger. So I think it, it, what it really does is, is help governments see kind of w- what's going on and, and kind of remind us all that that generosity can, continues to exist. I mean, the flip side of that is also we also need to be aware that we should take it for granted that people will continue to, to help out and, and, and be charitable. And it's, there's an onus on all of us, and whether that be in, in civil society or in governments, to kind of promote environments where it's, it's easy to give in, in whatever way that, that may, may be. Well, I, and I think that's sort of where I wanted to go with uh, uh, with this discussion is, uh, you know, can we take this for granted? Should we take this for granted? Or, or what do what do we feel the message to uh, leaders should be? We we certainly see sort of uh, you know a lot of uh, tumultuous uh, politics around the world, and sort of it, it feels like you know a shifting of uh, various ideologies is. Uh, is philanthropy something that gets carried through uh, that change, or is, is, uh, do we fear, fear or feel that you know, philanthropy is something that uh, can get lost? It's a really interesting question, actually. Um, firstly, I don't think we should take it for granted. Um, 
you know, any 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 money that people part with to give to charity is money they keep doing some, something else with. Um, so we absolutely shouldn't take it um, for for granted. I think it's you know great that we we're generous on a, on a global scale. Um, the only country I can really talk about that on is we did some analysis within the UK recently. Um, probably aware of the Brexit that we have going on over here at the moment. Um, we wanted to have a look to see whether individual giving would be likely to change as a result of Brexit or as a result of big economic or political events happening. So we actually looked at our UK data um, from a survey we did going back over the last, uh, must be about 12, 12 years now. And what we see is actually, regardless of what happens, whether it be a, a crisis in the banking sector, um, GDP going down, whatever, whatever it is, generosity remains at the same level. So in the UK, we see around £10 billion a year given to charity, regardless of, of what's going on. Um, so which so that, that really is the, the one country you know, I, I can talk about. At the same time, definitely we should not take it for granted. We've, we've had our, our fair share of um, charity um, stories and scandals in the press and things over here, um, and we all need to continue to, to work at that. But um, nothing seems to impact in terms of how much people uh, are willing to give to, to charity. Mm -hmm. And here in the United States, uh, it's estimated that $390 billion is given to, uh, to charities each year, uh, according to the Giving USA report, uh, the most recent report. Uh, and the total giving ha had uh, grown by 2.7%, uh, although there is some evidence that uh, that, that growth may be uh, stalling this year, so it'll be interesting to see um, how the United States uh, fares in uh, the uh, the World Giving Index next year because of some tax changes here. And I was wondering if you could um, speak to to that point uh, very quickly in terms of the, the role of government to um, provide uh, incentives and inspiration to uh, philanthropy. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we actually, uh, I'm getting back to Africa again, again for, for a little bit. I mean, one of the things that we, we looked at last year in quite a lot of detail with, with policy colleagues um, was about the emerging uh, middle classes um, globally and what impact it could have to philanthropy if, if they were to give. And our research actually showed that if the, if the growing middle classes across the world can, uh, could contribute around $320 billion a year, if they were to give to the same levels as we do in the UK, for example, um, you know, that's a, that's a level on a par with the annual GDP of countries like, like Singapore. But in order to get to that, we do need governments. And that, that's not just in this context, African governments, it's, it's our government, you know, the government in the States, etc. We, we can look at that and see how we can help build that, that culture of giving in these countries by you know, helping governments build the infrastructure and I guess the kind of um, trust structures that, that we take for granted in, in, in other more developed philanthropic countries. So that we, I guess mm -hmm. that's our call to action um, for, for governments globally is to, is to kind of make sure those infrastructures are in place so that giving can, um, can kind of um, grow and, and continue as it is. Some governments, of course, uh, see the philanthropic sector as somewhat of a of a of a threat. Um, do we see that uh, lessening? Um, do we see that growing? Is that an undercurrent concern to philanthropy? Um, I can only really comment on on the UK, where we we you know we have quite a lot of mechanisms in place to to help us and um, to to give, and I know you do in the states as well. 
that obviously we call government to be as open as possible when it comes to, to philanthropy to enable the, the sector to thrive. Um, but you know, clearly, I'm sitting here in an incredibly privileged position, sitting in in, in the UK, talking talking about this, where we have an amazing um, uh, sort of philanthropy going back, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years. Um, I guess in the same way as you do in the states. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, here at CAF America, we uh, we also uh, have uh, uh, sister organization CAF Canada, and I was wondering if you could give us a little bit of information about uh, how Canada stood in the most recent World Giving Index. Yeah, I guess we're going to finish this podcast on a more of a negative, I think, on this one. Um, the uh, Canada's actually dropped back a little bit um, this year, so it's fallen out of the top ten um, from seventh to to fifteenth place. Um, that's that's the kind of negative to it. Um, we don't know if this is a trend. This is definitely something we need to keep looking at. On the positive, um, it's still in the top three most generous countries in, in the Americas. Um, it's still in, it's still a generous nation um, overall. You know, it's still 15th out of 146. Um, over half have given money, um, around about 56%, and the same number of people saying they've helped a, they've helped a stranger in that. So. I guess it's not great news that Canada's fallen back in terms of its overall position, um, but there is still a great tradition of, of giving in Canada. And certainly, as you mentioned uh, earlier, still a, a strong tradition of philanthropy uh, throughout the uh, throughout the Americas. Uh, you've mentioned several times uh, Africa. Uh, you've also uh, brought us up to speed a little bit on Europe and and the UK. What about Asia? Yeah, um, Asia continues to um, Asia particularly performs well in terms of things like um, helping helping a stranger. Um, we see that some of the many of the countries there um, do well on those kind of measures. Um, there's also in many of the Asian countries, um, especially the Buddhist countries, uh, we see people giving um, small small amounts in large quantities uh, in terms of um, financial aid to charities as well. Um, so in in Asia, it tends to be much more, I guess, smaller amounts that are given, but people giving at high levels. Mm-hmm. And uh, Susan Pinkney, head of research and insight at Charities Aid Foundation, I want to thank you for being my guest here today on the Cap America Radio Network. And just to mention to all of our listeners, uh, you can find a copy of the 2018 World Giving Index at capamerica.org. Uh, you'll find right on the uh, the homepage uh, a link uh, to that. You can also search for all of the uh, um, uh, World Giving Index uh, releases uh, right at capamerica.org. Again, Susan, thank you for being my guest here today on the Cap America Radio Network. Thanks so much for having me. You've been listening to the Cap America Radio Network. Tell all your friends and colleagues to check out our production schedule. Sign up for our free newsletter and download our iPad and iPod-friendly podcasts at capamerica.org. Thanks for listening to the Cap America Radio Network.